guys and welcome back to Nisi Lexi. In today's episode, I have the lovely, my sister from my home country, Amelia Deng. She has been with us in previously when we were doing the uh, Self-Made Woman Entrepreneur in 2018. She was also the first runner up for Miss, South, Miss World South Sudan. Shout out to the queen. <laughs> I'm so excited to have her with us here today and she's going to be introducing herself <laughs> discuss all the projects she's been working for. She's a humanitarian, she's an activist, she's also a beauty queen. So welcome, Amelia. Tell us more about what you've been up to and who you are. Okay. Thank you so much. Actually, I've been looking forward to doing this uh, interview. It is uh, really fascinating, you know, to let the people know more about you. So my name is uh, Amelia Deng, but my country name is Adi. I think that's the name people know me by in my country. But uh, <laughs> let's say in the other side, people know me as Amelia Ding. Uh-huh. And uh, two years ago, I, I never thought that I was going to be a beauty queen, actually. I've never, ever, ever dreamt of actually being on the runway and all those kind of stuff. But growing up, you know, I've always been this kind of a tall young lady, like, totally tall. People would even assume that I was way older than my age, you know. And um, yeah, being tall and then, you know, dark skin and all that, people would just assume that you're a model. So gr- growing up, a lot of people have always been telling me, you know, you have a body of a model, why don't you try modeling, this and that and that. But um, I think I've been just been fascinated by other things apart from being a model. So I never kept that into my head. So I just had to like do some other things. But as time went by, I think that thing did not just go away from me. I end up actually finding it, calling me back, you know? <laughs> so so um, actually I was born and raised in Kenya and that's where I grew up. And um, I, I've never actually, like, it's been a while since I came to my country. So there was a time I was just uh, lagging on social media. Then I came across something to do with the Star Sudan thing. Yeah. And, um, Actually my, actually, my auntie told me about this uh, beauty pageants thing, but I have never put it into consideration. But when I came across this thing on social media, it really captured my attention, you know? Mm-hmm. I was like, I think this thing is something that is a part of my journey, you know? I think I need to give it a try. <laughs> so coming across it, I had to like just go and read more about it, like what are the qualifications for me to actually be part of the modeling. Yeah. Then uh, it was actually, done, I mean, it was supposed to be done in my country. So which means I had to like uh, travel from uh, Kenya to to Juba. Mm-hmm. So uh, it was like a decision of two things. Either my parents are going to say yes or they're going to say no. Because still, I was a bit under their custody. You know, yeah. I was still. <laughs> so with that also, I had some few friends and also Nancy being part of it also. I questioned them, like, do you guys think this is a good idea? And I'm glad all of my friends came with a positive feedback about it, you know? They all had this hope and they had trust that I can actually make it. So Nancy being part of it, she told me, go for it, you know, if it is something that you find. And I appreciate that so much, Nancy. And I really appreciate your attitude. So I had to go through it. I'm glad because you went in and experienced something new that you never thought about. I know something that I've never thought that I would ever do, you know, my entire life. (laughs) So going through through that, I decided to convince my mom and she agreed with it. So I came to South Sudan, that was in 2018. And uh, just the first day I arrived, I did not even rest. I just went for the registration. I registered myself and then I started my training. 
So from there, we just went on and on and on for the training for two good weeks. I was just praying, you know, God, let me just make it to top 10. That's all I want, nothing else. Even though I don't know how to work. Because every girl that was there, because, um, oh my God, sorry about that. Because every girl that was there, all of them had experience, you know. They are high, high models, like I weigh runway models and all that. I myself, I had nothing to do with modeling. I don't even know what it means to be in hills working with them, you know. <laughs> so I would just sit there and just admire their move, you know, how they're working and all those kind of stuff. But I, I gave myself this kind of uh, motivation that, you know, if they can do it, why can I not do it, you know. Yeah. So as time went by, if I, I go for training, then when I go back home, I make sure I train until 11 or 12 p.m. every day until I got used to the shoes. And then when the day came, you know, I was a bit very, very, I was so nervous, you know. That's how I can describe it because it was my first experience, but I'm glad my dad was there. He was there to support me. He came, he came even to the show. So seeing his face gave me this hope, you know, like, yeah, I think this is part of me. I need to do it. Okay. so on the runway it wasn't that easy with the questioning every like a hundred of eyes looking at you it was so hard but i'm glad <laughs> i'm glad i made it to to top five and i became a fast runner up something that i've never expected you know yeah. so i was i was so glad and also me joining it i had my own agenda behind it and my agenda was to actually have an organization mm-hmm. and uh to form an organization that will cater for street kids and then women also and then empowering our youth facilities so this thing also is like a win-win to two of the things yeah uh pursuing my dream of being a model at the same time still my dreams of having my own organization that cater for the street kids and the orphans yeah so as time went by i got the recognition that i needed one thing i like about people they're so supportive so when they saw that this is just a young lady that want to do something for the country, they came up and they all helped me out with the support from all my friends and all that. I was able to make the organization registered and made it an official thing. And also, so it wasn't a, an easy journey at all, but it was, uh, it was an experience, a lifetime experience that I had. So yeah. from there, I had to like, you know, I had to make sure that I connect myself with other people that had the same experience with what I'm actually doing. Yeah. And as time went by, I became, I became like uh, something that I've always dreamed that I wanted to be. So that's how Nation Soap came to life. And um, right now, we might not say that we have reached where we've always wanted to go, but I believe, you know, with the experience that we've had along the way, things are going to be better. And uh, we, we are still working to better the organization on how we want it to be. And uh, with a little help from other people, we're just doing our best with the small help that we get. We end up helping these street kids, and apart from that, also I, I am an activist too. Yeah. Well, I actually find myself as an activist <laughs> when I was young. <laughs> when um, I used to be this kind of girl who just sit down with the dad, watch news. You know, I need to know what is it in the life of politics and all that. Yeah. And um, history was part of my favorite subject also in school when I was growing up. So that thing also played a great role in my life of activism, you know. I, I came to learn more history about what uh, politics is all about and uh, all the things that are happening in my country. And yeah. uh, I think also, if we feel the government are not doing some things that are supposed to be done, then also it's part of, it's part of us as citizens who had the privilege, you know, to go and study somewhere else, who are raised somewhere else, 
to actually uh, make awareness about something that they see is not actually convenient in the country, you know? Exactly. So that growing up, I have always, always, always stand up for my right. And uh, so growing up, I've always had this kind of energy of standing up for my own rights, doing things that are, that are right. So it also played a right, I mean, a great role in my activism road. So I actually, uh, uh, I stand up for the right of kids and, uh, and also, I mean, street kids and orphans and also the right for the women. And also sometimes I, I just like motivate and inspire the small youth let's say those young boys and young girls that are out there who don't even know what their what is in the world i i try to use my story you know to inspire them in a way that there's always a, a life ahead you know that you don't have to give up on because of the dark thing that is actually happening always remember that and hello actually have a hole and i mean the hole has a has an ending there's always a bright side towards everything you know so as part of my activism, I just want to inspire people and make people understand that, you know, all these things that we go through are not permanent, but they're just temporary to make us stronger and for us to be a better us in the next future. So that is part of my activism. And that's what I, I do. That's amazing. Like uh, for you, just to, because we listened to your story, how you try to enter a platform or like a pageant that you never had experience in it and then going in not just going in to win the title but going in with an agenda that like you know what i want to get something out of it so i'll be able to use it for yeah. my community that's actually such a bright thing and i believe that's the reason why you actually want it is because you brought in something to the table that the pageant actually looked for and a lot of the pageants when they do their pageantry is for young girls to come in and start developing their voices and also to get a platform where they can share their ideas yeah. and i like the fact that you're able to use that and maximize mm -hmm. that opportunity to also give back to the community and then having uh register your own business and then now i i'm aware like i've been following what you were doing back home that you also um, go around and kind of help the kids as well as kind of motivate them and you also have a blog can you tell us more about your website and the blog that you do yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> Actually, um, <laughs> it is true. Yeah, I think something to do with the blogging. Yeah. I started having this kind of uh, how do you call it? like I started having passion in writing when I was actually five years old. That's what my mom told me. When I was young, I just find myself writing things that I don't even understand at all. <laughs> so growing up, I felt I can express whatever that I'm feeling through a paper, you know. And uh, as time went by, technology developed things that can actually make us speak out our mind, you know, or maybe inspire people or motivate people through blogging. So part of my blogging also, something to do with my blogging is something to do with my activism too. So in my blogging, I write a lot of contents. Mm -hmm. I don't only stick with one content, but I stick with many contents. Most of them is something to do with the mental illness, because I understand a lot of people are going through a lot of things right now, especially with the not only because of the pandemic or, I mean, because of the COVID-19, but I believe even COVID-19 came up, mental illness has always been a thing. And I, having been, being a victim of this thing also, I feel that speaking up about it also will inspire the rest, like the victims that are going through the same thing. And also losing a friend through a suicide was something so painful. And I learned a lesson from there that also, maybe that friend of mine felt that there was nobody that was there for her, you know, somebody that had a similar thing that she's going through. So I believe maybe 
if we use our platform, like the kind of platform that we have to write things, I mean, to make awareness and address the issues about mental illness, that it's not a personal issue, but a communal issue that need to be addressed, you know, that we need to let people know about. So also my blog is something that contains a lot of things like mental illness and also apart from that, been in South Sudan for like two years also, I've done a lot of research. I, I've also, I wrote a blog about uh, child prostitution. That is something that is happening in South Sudan. It, it, it really breaks my heart seeing young kids like 10 years old, 12 years old out of the street, you know, trying to sell themselves to make end meet. And it's something so depressing. So my blogging is something to do more, a lot of content, you know, just trying to do more research, getting to know what life is all about and also making awareness about mental illness. Yeah, wow, that is very inspiring. Yeah. Uh, my hat's off to you because that's a lot of work. It takes a lot of dedication and passion to be speaking on this topic that is not only affecting a small community, but it's affecting the country as a whole. And I feel like even here, a lot of our communities like with the mental health, there's so much a stigma behind it. A lot of people don't want to discuss it. It's like if somebody is having experience or emotional problem, they're like, shh, like, don't talk about it. Or they label you as crazy but they don't know that actually the person can get help and actually get better to the other the brightest side. Mm -hmm. And the fact that you're speaking about it is very powerful because we need so many people to be talking about it, to be making it a discussion and then raising awareness for it. Because if we see somebody that is not talking, mental illness doesn't have a face, you know what I'm saying? So for you to be able to give them that opportunity to speak about it, it makes it okay for people to come forward and talk about it and discuss it. So that's actually something very powerful. Yeah, and uh, apart Absolutely. from it being COVID, what other things have you been up to in the in the since the lockdown? <laughs> How have you been managing all of that? Actually, yeah, yeah, yeah that is true. Well, actually, um, lockdown also it has some few advantages for us. I think that's yeah. what I can actually say. There are some few advantages that it has given us. It has given us this kind of chance, you know, where we get to develop our feelings, how we get to know ourselves, you know. It's yeah. like you sitting down in rooms, getting to know who you are, because all this time you've not known who you really are. So with this pandemic thing, I have actually been writing a lot, and I, it's so frustrating, especially if you know it's thing that is the first thing that you're doing. It's yeah. really so frustrating. It's not going to come out soon, but I'm actually, this is what is occupying my time. I'm just working on writing my first book, <laughs> and I believe maybe if I write it, it is part of my story too. It's going to inspire some people out there too. So that's what I'm currently working on. And also, apart from that, I guess I'm involved in these things to do with the entrepreneurship also, trying to build some craft for myself. Yeah, that's all that I've been working on, building cool. myself. And I noticed, Lee, also in your Instagram, you've been taking a lot of pictures. And I know we were talking privately how you're coming up with your own clothing line. So how's that going? Yes, um, <laughs> I have started. And also, I even, um, I've already even develop the website on it. I'll send you a link later so that you can check it out. Awesome. And um, I believe before the end of the month, it's going to be out. That's yeah, before the end of the month. <laughs> I mean, before the end of the year, not the month. I mean, before 2020 ends. Yeah, I'm <laughs> going to launch it. <laughs> so yeah, definitely. I look forward to seeing that so we can, you know, kind of capture your glimpse yeah. of style. Obviously, you being in the modeling and old school pageants. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. It's a big period. It's going to be it's really nice clothes. <laughs> <laughs> it is quite a big experience yeah and i'm glad i've had that kind of experience you know and also 
at my age, people are just like, you know, you're very young, so young. Why are you doing all these things for yourself? Like, why are you pressuring yourself so much? And uh, my, my feedback to them is that, you know, this life, it's all about trying everything that you can try, you know? And at the end of the day, you'll come, you'll come, I mean, you'll come along what you were meant to do. So one thing about me, if I feel I have a passion toward this thing, I will try. So as long as it's my energy that is, uh, I'm involving there, not anybody's energy. That's what life is all about. Just try whatever you can try so and see where you feel. For those young people that are out there right now, that thinking of getting into like activism or talk, be, uh, becoming an advocate for social justice uh, issues, what uh, mm-hmm. help or lines or information do you have for them or a support center that they can go and get more information on? Okay. You know, um, I didn't just do this overnight, you know? So what I can actually advise you guys is that uh, don't listen to what other people tell you about your age. This is the same issue that I've actually gone through. You are too young, you're too young, you're never too young for anything at all, as long as you know what you want to do, you know? All I can advise you to do is that try to analyze what your vision is all about and focus on whatever it is that you really want to do. There's a lot of opportunities out there and there's a lot of things that are waiting for you to actually succumb, you know, things that are waiting for you to, to, to invent. It's all up on you. Don't, don't let uh, the kind of, uh, I mean, let's, don't let the situation that you are in right now define who you are, but instead work on crafting your destiny, you know, make it the way you want it to be. There's always opportunity out there. So whatever it is that you have in your heart, in your mind, in your soul, just go for it. Nothing is impossible at all. Everything is possible if you work hard on it. That's amazing. That's cool. And also, like, um, I think that's a, something like a negative knowledge that they can take. Because that was my next question is, like, what other advice do you have for them? But you covered that ground, so which is amazing. And then with regards to how the whole entrepreneurship here, in, obviously, in Canada, there's a lot of, like, government support. There's a lot of community and entrepreneurs hub that people can go to. What about in South Sudan? Like, what are other information that are available for people within your Juba country that you can reach to? Um, honestly speaking, I could say people in the Western world, you guys are the luckiest. Here in South Sudan, starting as a small entrepreneur and there's something that you want to actually establish, You'll have to, to go through a lot of sweat for you to actually accomplish whatever you want to do. Because it's all only on you, yourself, and you. Nobody else. Unless you have a very wealthy family. That's when they will support you, you know. And that thing is something that I feel is going to let down a lot of youth, you know. What I understand is that our government need to really invest in young youth. Especially these uh, people, I mean, these youth that have this kind of clear mindset on what they really want to build. So one thing here in South Sudan, uh, a lot of entrepreneurship things, let's say, uh, are being taken by foreigners, you know? It's so hard to find a South Sudanese that own anything in South Sudan. I mean, in South Sudan. Everywhere, a shop, an hotel, a restaurant, everything is just owned by foreigners. So as time goes by, these foreigners are going to take over. And that is a very, very bad thing for South Sudanese, you know? So what I understand is that, what I can just say is to advise the government, as in, for the time being that they have, let them invest in youth. Because these people really have big dreams and they have things that can change South Sudan, you know, overnight to be something that everybody admires. So what I advise uh, the government is for them to invest in youth 
and also those youth that have things that they need to accomplish, what I can advise them is that to never give up on whatever it is that they really want to do. Just keep on going, even though they keep on throwing stone on you, even though things seem to be so hard and all that, just keep going. And at the end of the day, all those struggles that you went through are going to count and it will bring something very big, you know, something that you've never expected at the end of the day. So it's all about dreaming big. That's it. That's actually a good point that you brought up. It's like how there is so much opportunity available on the table, but people are not maximizing or that they're not giving access to it. So that's something very important. So access to uh, the government fundings and things like that, they definitely need to be in place in order to help a lot of our youth to kind of like, you know, build their businesses and things like that. Because I feel like as a young country, there's so many things that we can actually work together and cultivate and improving and enhance, advance the whole industry within our country, that's for sure. Yeah. 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 And um, so apart from you working on your book, as well as uh, doing the write-up, what other things can we look forward to that you're developing or working on it behind the scene at the moment? <laughs> Honestly speaking, I, just all, the things that I'm actually working on, that's all. Yeah. I'm not actually working on involving a lot of things like multitasking a lot of things i'm just focused now on the book that i'm writing and uh the blogging and also the clothing that i'm actually going to start soon that's all so for those people that wanted to support your charity uh foundation where can they find it and what is the website or how can they get uh, to support you where is where can they okay um i think i'm gonna send you the link about the website and uh there are some few, there are some few things that, I mean, you can just uh, help out by, I think for now, my organization, we just need people that are supported by advising, you know, helping out and all that's all. Until that's when we'll start accepting fundings and all that from other people. Oh, it sounds good. That's amazing. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, so also when I was speaking earlier with Instagram, do you want to tell people where can they find you on social media? Because you're very popular on Facebook, obviously. <laughs> so where other social media platform can they find you at? I'm also on Instagram, yeah. It's Amelia Ding. And also I'm on YouTube, Amelia Ding. And uh, yeah, Snapchat too, if you want to hide me up and see my daily life routine. I'm called Amelia Ding on Snapchat too. That's amazing. Yeah, she is a powerful young lady, and I'm super, super proud of you for all the work Thank that you're you. doing. Because it's a lot of courage to do what you do, and I applaud you for that. So keep on doing Thank it. You. I look forward to that book. No problem. <laughs> You'll be the first person to read it, I guess. <laughs> I'm not going to purchase it. That's a hand out. I'll take my word for it. So I, I look forward I, to reading that book. No and then, um, I know that we are going to be talking more be- afterwards, like after the camera is off, but I definitely want to let people know that she is one of those young ladies that out there are making moves and not just because I'm talking to her because I know her, but I know the fact that the work that she does, it takes a lot of courage and it takes a lot of uh, vision behind it and for people to actually get on board and support her because you might be the next Oprah. Thank, you. You, you, Thank you so much. <laughs> I appreciate it. Thank you. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so is there any other advice or things that you want to leave our audiences with or young people that are in their teenager right now, they're just kind of like lost, they don't know how to go about it. Do you have any advice for them? Well, you? actually, what I can just tell them is that um, you need to think big 
And uh, always remember, time doesn't wait for anybody. Unless you establish whatever it is that you want to do, don't waste your time on things that will make you regret at the end of the day. But actually, do things that will make you be proud of yourself in the next future, you know, in, in, in the next few years to come. So what I can advise you at your young age now, invest in what you want to be in the next few years to come. That's all I can advise you. Thank you so much. That's a powerful Invest in yourself. That's the best advice ever because once you invest in yourself, other people will actually invest in you. That's actually another, because I love to read a lot of books and most of the books that, that's something that you highlighted, how investing in yourself is so important. Yeah. It, it tends to give you credibility and it tends to give you that drive. Like, you know what, if I'm able to do this, then I can go a long way. It doesn't mm -hmm. matter how many people that are going to come and tell you like, oh, you know, your product is not good enough or you're not, you don't fit for this job, but because you've been investing in this Absolutely. job, I will take you far. So thank you so much for that. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. It was really lovely having the interview with you. No problem. It was nice having you here on Missy Lexi. Feel free to drop by anytime and we will look forward to catch up with you once you have your book ready and your clothing line. Nope. So I believe that we will do a recap on once the clothing line is out. For all the people that want to know more about Emilia, I'll post it all in the description below so you guys can go visit her website, her activism. You can support her through providing more advice as well as look forward to the clothing line that she's going to be providing you so you can stay fly. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Nessie. Mm -hmm. Have a good day. Take care. Okay. Bye. Same to you.